0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Saturday, December 31st, 2022, and this is day 1746 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Thank you so much, my Lord, for being our Father, for equipping us with everything we need to go forth and do all that you called us to do. Help us to recognize that, you know, whatever seeds we plant, we will reap from those seeds, whether it be good or bad. Help us, Lord Jesus, to continue to do what you have called us to do instead of what the flesh desires to do. I thank you for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everyone. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is, we get what we put out. Yes, it's called sowing and reaping. And let's learn a little bit more about it through Jeremiah Uh, One of the prophets that God called to let his people know that they have sinned. And this is what's going to happen to them because of their sinning. So we're coming out of uh, Jeremiah chapter 11, verses 1 through 23. And it says, this is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Listen to the terms of this covenant and tell them to the people of Judah. And to those who live in Jerusalem, tell them that this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Cursed is the one who does not obey the terms of this covenant. The terms I commanded your ancestors when I brought them out of Egypt, out of the iron smelting furnace. I said, obey me and do everything I command you and you will be my people. And I will be your God. Then I will fulfill the oath I swore to your ancestors to give them a land flowing with milk and honey and the land you possess today. So God doesn't keep it a secret from us. It's not like he traps us uh, or entraps us. He lets us know from the beginning what the expectations are. And for doing what we're called to do, we're blessed for it. And then it says, I answered, Amen, Lord. The Lord said to me, proclaim all these words to the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. Listen to the terms of this covenant and follow them. From the time I brought your ancestors up from Egypt until today, I warned them again and again, saying, Obey me. But they did not listen or pay attention. Instead, they followed the stubbornness of their evil hearts. So I brought on them all the curses of the covenant I had commanded them to follow, but they did not keep. Then the Lord said to me, there is a conspiracy among the people of Judah and those who live in Jerusalem. They have returned to the sins of their ancestors who refused to listen to my words. They have followed other gods to serve them. Both Israel and Judah have broken the covenant I made with their ancestors. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. I will bring on them a disaster they cannot escape. Although the, they cry out to me, I will not listen to them. That that's That's hard, yeah. But and, and, and when we see it happening, we look, you know, in despair and feel for the people. We can't help but, but then if we only knew the whole story, God is saying, i have given you chance after chance. And, and that's not just for them then, it's for us now. The towns of Judah and the people of Jerusalem will go and cry out to the gods to whom they burn incense, but they will not help them at all when disaster strikes. You, Judah, have as many gods as you have towns. And the altars you have set up to burn incense to that shameful God, Baal, are as many as the streets of Jerusalem. Could you imagine, you know, how painful that is to our God? You know, he's done all these things. For his people and then they turn around and slap him in the face and worship all these other idols that he told them not to worship. Do not pray for this people or, or offer any plea or petition for them because I will not listen when they call to me in the time of their distress. What is my beloved doing in my temple as she with many others works out her evil schemes? Can consecrated meat avert your punishment? When you engage in your wickedness, then you rejoice. The Lord called you a thriving olive tree with fruit, beautiful in form. But with the roar of a mighty storm, he will set it on fire and its branches will be broken. And it reminds me of the beautiful cities we've seen, especially California, where, you know, all these beautiful homes and and, and land and all of a sudden is consumed by fire. I don't know what brought it on. I'm just saying that's what it reminds me of. You see beauty at one time and then all of a sudden it's nothing. The Lord Almighty who planted you has decreed disaster for you. Because the people of both Israel and Judah have done evil and aroused my anger by burning incense to Baal. Because the Lord revealed their plot to me, I knew it. For at that time, he showed me what they were doing. I had been like a gentle lamb led to the slaughter. I did not realize that they had plotted against me. So this is Jeremiah recognizing that the people have plotted against him. And he says, saying, let us destroy the tree, its fruit. Let us cut him off from the land of the living, that his name be remembered no more. But you, Lord Almighty, who judge righteously and test the heart and mind, let me see your vengeance on them. For to you I have committed my cause, He's saying, Lord, I'm doing what you call me to do. And these people are now threatening me. Lord, please take revenge on them. He's not taking revenge, but he's asking God to do it. Therefore, this is what the Lord says about the people of Anathoth, who are threatening to kill you, saying, Do not prophesy in the name of the Lord, or you will die by by our hands. They're threatening him. Don't talk about God. Don't tell us what God is saying. We don't want to hear it. Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty says. I will punish them. Their young men will die by the sword, their sons and daughters by famine. Not even a remnant will be left to them because I will bring disaster on the people of enough in the year of their punishment. And it is interesting how many times... You know, when we uh, study the word of God and and get this understanding that it's not only the generation of the people threatening harm upon God's people, but future generations that are also punished because of their bad, evil decisions to mess with God's people. You don't do that. And I'm not saying you. I'm just saying in general, we don't do that. Uh, We need to make sure that we're obeying God and doing his will and, it, and I mean, it, it was the straw that broke the camel's back when they began worshiping other idols and burning incense to bail. Point number one, have you ever broken a lease or agreement? Listen, I'll tell you, I have and It's not pretty. You know what to expect before breaking it because it's spelled out in the lease to the point of even eviction and huge fees. God gives us chance after chance to make things right with him. We must be careful about making a vow with God and then breaking it. There is no getting away from the wrath of God. A time comes when God must dispense justice. Sin brings its own bitter reward. So we can't blame God for our bad choices. They're not even mistakes, as many say. It's a choice we make to rebel against God because of our fleshly desires that do not line up with God's will. And this is called sowing and reaping. The world calls it karma. We will receive what we put out, whether it's good or evil. You sow good, you reap good. You sow evil, you reap evil. And it's extremely simple. And then it's our choice after that. I've seen people who have sown evil and maybe you weren't around when they did it or I wasn't and I've seen them suffering and and then later recognizing or realizing that maybe the Lord will share that with me or someone else, you know, something that they had done and they did not have a repentant heart. Even when we repent, we still are going to get punished for the 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 harm we've done but we're back in god's good graces after repenting you know you you still just need to start doing good start doing what god has called you to do and don't be surprised when the punishment comes for what we've done in the past it's happened to me many times and and my eyes were open and it's like okay lord i i get it i am so sorry please forgive me father and turn away from that sin, point number two, as you do God's will, no longer following after the sinful nature, many will turn against you, just as they did Jeremiah. First, they were angry because the truth of God He spoke disrupted their economic capacity in selling idols, idols, uh, craft the the um, the craftsmen that designed or chiseled out these idols made great money doing that. Second, the message of doom and gloom made the people feel depressed because of their religious beliefs, because of their rebelliousness to God. Third, Jeremiah disrupted their political stance when he openly rebuked their hypocritical uh, political belief system. He did it openly just as God instructed him to do. And they could not stand him for that. Fourth, and when he pointed out their personal wrongdoing, they hated him even more to the point of plotting to kill him. Don't be surprised by your haters. Continue to speak the word of God in love, and pray for those who despitefully use you. God has the final say. And, and just as Jeremiah did, say, Lord, please take care of my enemies. Vengeance is yours, Lord. God, you said, vengeance is mine. He says, I will repay. So we don't have to worry about any of that. That can get us into trouble when we try to take it into our own hands and uh, pay back evil for evil. If you are one of those receiving words of correction receive it and receive it and repent. See that's how much God loves us when he when he disciplines us. We're his disciples, we're his ambassadors. So he is going, you know, he's going to discipline all of us. He loves the whole world. <laughs> he loves every one of us. And his love is shown Not only through blessings, but also through correction. He gives only the truth, allowing us the opportunity to spend eternity with him. Now that's true love. Let me tell you something God showed me that I had broken a covenant. And that was holding unforgiveness and bitterness in my heart uh, towards my father. And God says... God said to me, vengeance is mine. You are now playing God. This is what God showed me about myself. And so even though I may not have noticed I wasn't being blessed to the fullest capacity, I recognized it once I obeyed. Because see, what happens is I I had gone so long in that evil state, even though I was doing other things that were good. But that, that... holding unforgiveness, you know, I was sinning, it was wrong, and there's no other way around it, no matter what I felt my father did that was not right, it was not up to me to pay him back by being uh, angry, bitter, and hateful, and uh, um, holding on to unforgiveness. See, I felt that was my power, I could do that. And God says, oh, no, 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 because you see, I've forgiven you and I've given my only begotten son to die for you and so that you could be reconciled back to me for eternity. Now you are going to make a mockery out of the forgiveness that's been given to you through my only begotten son by not forgiving others. Mm, Not good. And God made it very clear to me, and it took me years. And I, I hope that you, if there's something God is showing you, that you need to you know, get it right, I hope it doesn't take you years. And I remember when I finally obeyed, and I obeyed to the fullest. And I remember seeing and experiencing uh, a whole other level of spiritual growth, and connection with God, uh, enlightenment, uh, prophetic realm, uh, teaching realm, all of these that I never knew existed because I was reaping. I was not uh, where God would have me to be. And he sent warning after warning after warning. And I still, finally, after that third warning, I yielded. And God doesn't want us to wait like that. You know, I could have, you know, I was saved. But I wasn't experiencing everything God had for me. And that's what God wants. He wants us to have the fullness of what he has for us. I would not have been able to share these messages or do this podcast. No, 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 not in that state. And that, and that's when God began to open all kind of doors like this. Uh, other doors for me that I never knew existed. What is God showing you? What is it that you need to get right? Because you may even wonder why am I struggling? Why can't I ever get ahead? Why do I take two steps forwards and five backwards? Why am I, you know, um, uh, always having to move and always losing things? What what is going on? Why is my house? you know, a mess. And I'm not talking just about your physical. I'm talking spiritual. What is going on? Why am I depressed? Why am I down? Sometimes, you know, depression can happen be just because. I'm not saying it's all because of sin. But then we, like the people here, uh, Judah and Jerusalem, they were in depression because of their sin. So we need to ask God to show us. And then once he shows us, do what he's called us to do, and that is to repent and make things right. And if you are suffering because of doing the right thing and because of sharing the word of God, continue to trust God, continue to lean in and do what he's called you to do. Be strong in the mighty hand of God, for he is with you. He will protect you from your enemies, just as he did with Jeremiah. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the ultimate, to be with Jesus for eternity. The other option is hell for eternity. There is no in-between. There's either one or the other. And God is waiting on you men And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y, C-K-S-Ministries.org. And please check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation skills, and human and sex trafficking awareness. Thank you all so very much for your donations and for your prayers and support. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.